0: What? It is Thursday. It is 6 o'clock. You are tuned into to 919 WVGS, and you know what that means? It's time for a little bit of Storm of the South, our weekly radio show where we talk about the local USL PDL team in Statesboro, Tormenta FC. I am your host, Jordan Tony. And before we talk about last week's games, I have a very huge announcement that I've just been waiting to tell everyone listening in, and that is Storm of the South is now on iTunes. Yes, we are now on iTunes. All you got to do, if you have an iPhone, and let's be honest, uh, who, who doesn't? Um, all you have to do is grab your iPhone, go to your podcast, and search up Storm of the South, and we will pop right up, and you can subscribe, and you can tune in, and we will iTunes rather will notify you anytime there is a new episode of Storm of the South. Um, so of course we will always be on here on 919 WVGS. But now if you missed the show, if you come in late, if you have to leave early, you have nothing to worry about. We are now on iTunes. Yes, that is right, we are now on iTunes. If you don't have an iPhone, you're you're fine. You're fine. All you gotta do is uh, pull up iTunes on your local computer. Go to search up Storm of the South. And once again, right there, you can just subscribe and get all of your beautiful Storm of the South goodness. Uh, the iTunes podcast actually also has every single episode that Storm of the South has ever done. And I mean, has ever done. So if, if, you know, if you're more of a fan of the Braswell era, you can listen to that. Or if you're more a fan of the Tony era, you can listen to that too, because it's all there. Um, it's all good, and be sure to subscribe, and that is now where you're going to get your recorded Storm of the South goodness. We are now on iTunes, but we're not here to talk about iTunes. We're not here to talk about technology. We're here to talk about some Tormenta FC, and you know, last week when we last talked, um, Tormenta was winless. We hadn't had a goal yet. You know, it's, it's, it was hard out here being a Tormenta fan. But that is why I am just so happy to tell you that this previous weekend, Tormenta FC faced not one, not two, the top two teams in the division, the South Atlantic Division, and we beat both of them. Um, we beat the Charlotte Eagles two to nothing, and the Carolina Dynamo one to nothing. Um, later on in the show, we're going to have an interview with those goal scorers of Tormenta FC, the men who score goals for this soccer team. But let's talk about what happened over the course of this weekend. So Thursday, we were playing the Charlotte Eagles. We talked about how last week, how they were a tough team, you know, how we got to make make opportunities count. You know, Coach Freakley was on the show and he said, everything has to be deliberate. Everything has to be deliberate. Well, here's what's interesting. All right. So if you're looking at the statistics for this Charlotte Eagles game, did you know, let me let me just make sure I'm right on this. Did you know that um Charlotte actually took more shots than we did? We had 12 shots. They had 17. Um, however, we had more shots on goal, which is where it really counts. But what it comes down to is it comes down to being deliberate. If you make your opportunities count, it doesn't matter. Um, Charlotte Eagles could have shot 20 times. If you don't score a goal, you're not winning the game. Um, that's what that, And that's what the whole deliberate means. All right. Tormenta FC. Let's be honest here. All right. Let's, 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 let's think about this here for a minute. Tormenta FC could have shot twice, scored two goals. Charlotte could have shot 20 times and not scored a single thing. And guess what? Guess who gets the win? It, It goes to Tormenta. You know, you don't always have to win in the stats to win games. You just have to make sure you're very, very deliberate. And that is just something we saw from this Tormenta team this past weekend. And, you know, let me just, let me just say one thing first. How, how proud I am of this team, because we, we were coming off three home losses, all right? That is enough to affect any team. You know, you can be in the USL PDL for the last 20 years, and that's gonna affect you. But this is a brand new expansion team. We have yet to win a game at home. Hopefully that changes tonight. Yet, we go on a road trip, we play the number one team and the number two team in the division, and we beat both of them. That was my prediction. You know, I don't wanna brag. You know, I don't wanna brag. But that was my prediction. And they did exactly what they needed to do. Uh, so we talked about the Charlotte Eagles. We won two to nothing. Now, let's let's uh, let's go backwards in time. Let's go to Saturday, June 18th. Actually, first, let's go to Saturday, May 21st. It was here in Statesboro. We were playing the Carolina Dynamo, and unfortunately, we lost. It was our very first home game in Tormenta FC history. And we lost three to nothing. You know, uh, Coach Fickley talked about it how they want to they want to move past that. You know, they didn't play their best soccer, and I think we can all agree on that. That's not a controversial opinion. So now let's go forward to Saturday, June eighteenth, which was this past Saturday. Tormenta FC played that oh so familiar Carolina Dynamo once again, and spoiler alert, we won one to nothing. And once again, this is another matchup that when you are looking, when you are looking at statistics, you would have not expected Tormenta to win the ballgame. But once again, this comes down to being deliberate. Now, I don't want to just keep screaming that word at you and you're just like, okay, I get it. We were deliberate. No, what this means and what the whole overarching picture and what the big thing you need to take away from this is, is that Tormenta FC is finding where they're, where they're making mistakes and they're changing that. And that is the difference between a winning team and a losing team is when you can identify your mistakes and you can change from them. Anyone can identify their mistakes. Okay. Anyone can look at statistics and go, wow, we had, we had six fouls. That needs to be changed. Anyone can look at that, but it takes a winning team. It takes a team that is going to win games. It takes, it takes a team that is going to go far into a season to say, okay, I see what our issue is and we're going to change that. And that is exactly what Tormenta did. All right. Let's look at, let's look at the statistics now for the game against the Carolina Dynamo part two, Tormenta versus Carolina part ducks. All right. Um, so we had six shots on goal. They had eight. Who won the game? We did. Because we made sure our six shots counted. Well, we made sure the one shot that went in counted. Uh, Carolina did not And... You know, there's there's a lot of different things we can talk about here. Um, I can applaud Coach Freakley for inspiring the team and you know realizing where. You know, he told me last week we need to be more deliberate. What they do this weekend, they went and they went and were more deliberate. We can talk about Michael Chesler, who runs who you know, runs the defense, who runs the goalkeeping side of the team. You know, there was not a single goal scored on Tormenta all weekend, if we're not counting the exhibition game, and I'm not going to. This. And, and lastly, we can we can talk about the players, you know, I'm talking about how it takes a, it takes a winning team, it takes a good team to realize, okay, this is where our mistakes are. This is what we need to change. And it takes the team to do that. You know, any coach, you can have the best coach in the world. You can have the best coach in the world saying, okay, this is what we need to do. This is what I'm going to work on. Bum, 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 bum. But if you don't have a team that is willing to put in the effort, if you don't have a team that is willing to put in the work to make that happen then it's not going to happen. And just applauds all around to this tormented team. And we have went from last in the division to last I checked fifth. But the season isn't over. If you are listening to this live on 91.9 The Buzz, thank you. But tonight at 7.30, as soon as this show is over, you need to go to Irk Russell Park because Tormenta FC is playing the Southern West Virginia Kings. We're going to talk about the preview for that game later on in the show. But the reason I bring that up is that we still have a season ahead of us. All right. We still have a season ahead of us and we have plenty of rematch opportunities. You know, Saturday, July 9th, Charlotte comes here. And if you don't think Charlotte is going to want to come and take revenge for what we did to them. Oh, you're sorely mistaken. But it takes a good team to realize that. All right. You know, playtime's over. We are a serious competitor now. People aren't looking at Tormenta as the team now that hasn't scored a goal yet. People aren't looking at the team now that hasn't won a game yet. People are looking at Tormenta as the team that just knocked off the first and second team off the division. The season is long from over, and we can still be competitors in this. And I think the players know that, and I think the coaches know that. And honestly, I can't can't wait to see the fans turn out tonight because I think the fans know that. And if you don't believe me that you don't think the players realize that— Wait, till later on in the show where I interview both goal scorers that we had from this weekend. That's all I'm saying. Tormenta FC is going through a stage of revival, I'd say, because that giant that that thought is never going to be in the back of their head again. That pressure that you know we haven't scored a goal yet, that's gone. You focus on one thing now. If you're listening, Tormenta, if you're listening, coaches, you have one thing to focus on now, and that's winning games. Your new goal isn't to win your first game. Your new goal now is to win every game. And that's what it's been from the beginning, and I know that. But I'm just letting sure, I'm making sure the fans understand where the entire team is coming from, where the coaches are coming from. That pressure is gone. All right? So, I always love recapping wins. But, you know... I can't, I can't talk here forever and just talk about how good Tormenta was, even though Tormenta was amazing this weekend. So we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, you are going to hear an interview I did with the lovely, 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 lovely Miss Keely Fennell, who we all know Statesboro is one of America's best communities. Well, guess what? Keely Fennell is helping... The, the entire nation realized that Statesboro is one of America's best communities. We also talk about how Tormenta FC is helping out the community because like I say, week in and week out, you don't think about the Statesboro community without thinking about Tormenta and they just started being here. That's how big the impact is. So keep on listening. I'm Jordan Tony. This is Storm of the South. you listen on 91.9 WVGS. We're going to take a quick break. everybody, welcome back. Uh, I'm Jordan Tony, and you are listening to Storm of the South and as you know, Tormenta FC is very, very involved with this Statesboro community and you know, Statesboro is actually getting recognized more as a community, uh, play, placing in the top eight so far for uh, America's best communities and here to talk to me about that is Keeley Finnell. Keely, how you doing?
1: I'm doing great today. Exciting times.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, congratulations. You know, I've been living in Statesboro since fall of 2012, and, you know, it's, it's, it's always a great thing when more people are finding out how great this city is.
1: Absolutely. I, um, I was born and raised here, and it's exciting to see it grow and change and develop, and everybody work together. It's been a fun time.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. So for people who don't really know about America's Best Communities, can you tell me how that whole process kind of began and where it kind of started and now where you're at now?
1: The interesting thing is about um, America's Best Communities is actually a challenge that was created by Frontier Communications. The CEO of Frontier decided that it would be a great thing to try to revitalize rural America, and she started this brainchild that she wanted to figure out a way to revitalize rural America. And what she did is she partnered with some of the other big big corporate folks, for example, um, CoBank, um, Weather Channel, Dish Network, and they decided to partner and come together with a plan and kind of a competition, so to speak, so that rural Americans get excited about revitalizing their communities. They came up with a game plan and a challenge to try to say, "This is what you've done," and force all to compete amongst each other to see who truly has America's best community. And we've kind of gone through their steps or their processes, and and actually done. We've gone from 350 communities to 50 to 15. And I'm proud to say that we are one of eight remaining um, communities left in America.
0: Oh, definitely. And congratulations once again. And uh, is it true that right now Statesboro is the only community from the South remaining? Yes, and we're so thrilled with that because I think we have a lot to
1: offer in the South. And it's kind of neat that people see that sweet tea makes a difference and how exciting we are That um, with a sweet tea and our Southern hospitality and our go-get-em-out-of-tea, that we truly are America's best community. And there's no better place to live than the South and in Statesboro, right?
0: Oh, Most definitely. And as you know, me and you both know, there's no place to live in besides the, the South. And it's definitely nice to see Statesboro being that representative of the South.
1: Absolutely. It was neat to go to the competition in Durham, North Carolina. We actually made our pitches and a lot of great communities across the, America. Um, and it was great to see that they all say value Statesboro, Georgia, and what we've done as a community to try to make it better.
0: Oh, definitely. So what have some of the prizes uh, that Statesboro has won so far, and then what are the potential prizes that can still be won by Statesboro?
1: Oh, my gosh, this is awesome. When we started this, we had no idea that we would actually be winners. We knew that we were a winning town, but we didn't know know how other people would expect it. But our first prize was a check for $50,000, and we were so grateful to get that. And that seed money helped us provide engineering to start with some of the things that we want to do. And then when we actually got down to the top eight, we actually won $100,000. So, so far, we've won $150,000, um, and all that goes to what we're actually going to do with our plan to revitalize um, our little community estates for right? us. And then the great thing is, of the top eight, three top winners will actually win top prizes. Of The top prize will be $3 million for the first place. Second place will win $2 million, and third, prize, third place will get $1 million. So regardless of where we fall, we think we're winners as is, but we're excited about seeing the big prize of hopefully $3 million beginning of next year.
0: That's just amazing. And so where does Statesboro go from here? So do you guys continue to have more pitches, or is it still just in another round of judging?
1: We're in another round of – we're actually in an implementation implementation stage where we've given the the judges what we're going to do and how we're going to do it and how we think we can actually revitalize our rural town of Statesboro. And with that, now we have to implement things for example, is what are we going to do to make a difference? How are we going to bring um, excitement to um, South Main Street? Are we going to bring hardscapes like arches and benches and sidewalks and those kind of things? How are we getting different people involved? Now we're actually doing the implementing implementing of our plans, which is eightfold um, bringing um, residential work downtown, trying to bring a safe area downtown, um, housing, economic development. There's a lot of pieces to the puzzle. So we're in the implementation stages right now.
0: Okay, awesome. And how long will this implementa- implementation stage uh, continue for? Basically, how long is the process until we find right out? Right
1: now we'll be in the process until March of 2017, Okay. and we will go to New York City and compete with those top eight um, with our final pitches on what we've done and how we've accomplished it.
0: All right, that's that's amazing. And then after you pitch, do you find out who's first, second, and third right away, or is it just another mm-hmm. waiting stage?
1: We hope we find out right now, but right now it's too early. And the cool thing about frontiers they're kind of they've never done an America's best community challenge before. okay? So some of the rules kind of change as we go because they're trying to figure out what's best for all the communities and best for their um, corporate sponsorships. So in that process, we hope that we'll find out, but we really probably won't find out if we really would find out at that um, pitch time until the beginning of next year.
0: Okay, so just the suspense continues, huh?
1: The suspense continues, exactly. But it's exciting. I'd rather be, I mean, it's a great thing to be waiting for.
0: That's right. So uh, what are some of your uh, priorities right now when you're coming to the implementation stages? I know uh, a lot of your pitch uh, re- revolved around South Main Street. So how's that going so far?
1: It is going great. A lot of things that we're trying to do with South Main is we're trying to um, come up with design guidelines so that everybody has a same plan on what we're going to do and what we want for the community. We also want to create more housing downtown. We think that's something that's missing. The more housing that we have tends to create more of a lifestyle downtown where people shop, walk, eat, um, dine, those type things downtown. So we've started creating new housing opportunities. Have you seen some cool the housing complexes are coming downtown? We're excited about that. Um, and then also create patrols that we want to have a safe community, and that's something that we really strive about is, is we're grateful for that. The biggest thing is we have this great community in the fact that we have a university here, and we're trying to make it more university student-friendly. So it would encourage students to come outside of the Georgia Southern bubble onto our downtown and shop at Eton and live downtown.
0: That's great. And, you know, recently you can't really talk about community without talking about Tormenta FC. So how do you feel about Tormenta FC's involvement in the community lately?
1: Oh, my goodness. We couldn't do anything. with This is such a big deal. Um, for our community. We've always been sports-oriented in Statesboro, but to have this level of soccer right here in our back door, not many communities can say that. And it is um, it is unbelievable about what they've done and how they've accomplished it and what impact they've brought into our community.
0: Definitely, definitely. Well, Keeley, it was a pleasure having you on the show. Uh, thank you for coming on, and I hope we can talk again real soon, hopefully to talk about Statesboro placing in the top three. Absolutely. Thank you so much. So we have to start with the big question: How does it feel? How does it feel to be the first player in Tormenta FC history to record a goal for the team?
2: Um, yeah, it feels really good. Um, like while well, the first goal, when it was an own goal, mm. um, obviously I crossed it in uh, and it went in as an own goal. But the one when I scored the second goal to mm. officially make it my own goal. But that's when it, it did feel really good. Um, yeah. So. yeah.
0: So, uh, so basically, this weekend was definitely a much improvement compared to the rest of the season. How does that affect the momentum going into now for the rest of the season? Um, it's
2: really, it's, that that weekend really helps us. Um, mm. Helps us a lot as a team to build because we had we, we had three losses in a row at home. Um, so to beat the top two mm. in our league is obviously huge for us going into the rest of the season, the rest of the games that we have. Um, this tomorrow's game is going to be a big one, so hopefully if we can do the do the same again. It will help will help it push us even further again.
0: Definitely. So scoring that first goal, do you think that almost it's almost like a, a milestone completed? Now you have to, you can breathe and say, okay, we can, we can score goals. Do you think it makes it easier now for yeah. the rest of the season? Yeah,
2: definitely. I think that was on the back of everyone's minds, um, just getting that first goal, and it yeah, that first goal was an own goal in the end. So I mean, mm-hmm. and it did. I think that is going to hopefully now it's not pressure there's no pressure now on anyone to score a first goal or anything hopefully we can build on that and start scoring definitely um, be a bit more composed in front of the goal and relax now so I think yeah I feel like we, we can go go and score a few more now okay, it's awesome. definitely a confidence booster
0: okay awesome and so you're from Swindon England correct yeah so what is what are some of the differences compared to living in England compared to living in Statesboro Georgia southern um, <laughs> <laughs> very
2: southern um where I'm from is slightly bigger town back in England, so obviously living in states is a lot smaller. But I've adapted to it already because the college that I go to um, is already quite small, so it's similar to here. I'm I'm used to it already. Um, I do really like it. The people are really nice. The owners, Darren and Nitra, unbelievable. Um, everyone, it's been just very welcoming. Welcoming, um, so I've settled in really quickly. Yeah, um, awesome. But no, there's. Obviously, just America and England, there are some differences, mm. but, but now i fit in well. Okay,
0: and you're living at The Grove?
2: Yeah. Um, how do you like living at The Grove? Beautiful. Yeah, it's beautiful. I was at the pool all day yesterday, awesome. just chilling at the pool. Was, yeah, can't
0: complain. Awesome, so, awesome. Yeah. And uh, so you play for Lander University, correct? Yeah. What are some of the differences between playing for Lander and then playing for Tormenta? Um,
2: at Lander, there's, we have a lot of internationals, mm. literally... Out of our starting 11, I'd say nine or 10 of us are English. Okay. So, And then um, there's a lot more Americans here, people from different cultures. Uh, it's, it's very interesting to see different from people, uh, players from different schools. Like There's a lot of D1 schools here. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just the coaching as well. Coaching's a lot different. Um, Cause I have an English coach as well back okay. at my school. And then obviously we've got Ben here. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was a very good coach as well. Um, So, differences-wise, you've got all the best players from the colleges coming together here. Um, So, it's set a very high standard. Even the facilities where we're training, everything's set at such a high standard. Um, Same as college as well, but it feels like it's more professionally done here. Okay. And uh, so, when did you start playing soccer in the United States? Um... Two years ago, so because I'm going into my junior
0: year when I go back, so I've been here for two years. All right, so what are some of the differences, I guess you could say, between playing soccer in England and then playing in the United States? Is um, there a big differences, or?
2: Yeah, the, uh, when I first came out, uh, well, the team that I was playing for back in England, mm-hmm. I, was, I wasn't, I wouldn't say I was a star player, but I was sort of one of the best players on, the, on my team. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and then when I came to college, I was originally, I was in the JV team, I was a bit like overblown, like overblown by everything, and um, the physicality especially is, uh, was huge because players, I was playing with players two or three years older than me, um, had experience who were a lot bigger developed. Um, so I'd say that was the biggest difference, the physicality and, okay. and the pace as well, of the game as well.
0: Okay. Was it intimidating at first coming? Yeah, okay. yeah,
2: I was, well, I first arrived and I had my first training sessions. I was putting on my boots I was looking around. I was thinking, geez, I'm with some real good players here. Mm. But, um, but, no, I settled in. I settled in. I started playing my usual self. So all
0: right, awesome. And uh, do you have any messages for the fans that are going to be watching you on Thursday?
2: Um, hopefully, we can go get a win for you. Uh, first home win, hopefully, right. <laughs> this Thursday. Um, thanks for coming out. and. Yeah, keep showing your support. Uh, keep leaving us. All right. So first things
0: first. Obviously, this weekend was a much better weekend than compared to the rest of the season. It was. How do you take that momentum and move it forward to the rest of the season?
3: Oh uh, well, I think we're just going to try to replicate some of the same things we did. Mm. You know, it was a good team performance this weekend. So uh, you know, just try to have the same mindset going into the games that we did this weekend.
0: And I was asking Sam. Uh, so basically, you know, the the whole first goal has been finally been lifted exactly does that remove some of the you know the is it in the back of your head is that gone now yeah it's it's
3: definitely completely gone you know we were uh actually our first goal was an own goal Mm -hmm. so that was actually kind of funny but uh kind of ironic but definitely it's definitely you know i think we're more free-flowing in the final third now so
0: okay i think
3: yeah it's 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 definitely much
0: better now all right awesome and uh so basically right now you and sam are the goal leaders of the team do you think that uh, basically is going to inspire the rest of the team to carry suit? Or? Yeah, I
3: mean, I think we've had a lot of chances. You know, we could have had a lot more goals this weekend, mm-hmm. you know, despite, you know, our two victories. Um, so, uh, you know, there's definitely going to be more goals to come, and it's not just going to be me and Sam. So And that's a testament to how, you know, good our team is. So. Definitely, definitely.
0: So you play at UNC, right?
3: I used to play at UNC. Okay. I transferred from UNC mm-hmm. I was two years there, and then I went to College of Charleston. All
0: right. So, what's the difference between playing at school like UNC or College or Charleston compared to now um, or Tormenta?
3: Probably. Oh, from College of Charleston to Tormenta, um, it's it's a little different. I mean, okay. you know, when at UNC or College of Charleston, you know, you guys have a lot more time to blend. You know, this like all these guys. You know, I just met, even though they're like my family now. But you know, it it took us a little bit to get. They really mesh together. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's kind of a thing that every PDL organization has to overcome.
0: Yeah. Uh, what were some of the issues, or I wouldn't say issues, but just uh, little growing pains in the beginning? What were some things that had to work on as a team? Um, I
3: think everyone was just kind of, you know, figuring out everyone's tendencies, you mm-hmm. know, little, you know, intricacies that people tend to do. So, you know, that makes a huge difference. And that's where, you know, the, again the difference between playing with college charleston for a whole year mm-hmm. versus you know pdl for you know a couple months you know that little difference really makes you know a huge difference in in the beginning especially
0: okay and you're from savannah
3: i'm from savannah georgia yeah. so
0: how's it feel to be back in states for uh, well it's not back in states or at least near savannah near savannah i mean <laughs> yeah. it's, it's
3: good for my parents they don't have to drive as far you know for chapel hill like- they're driving real far for a uh, for games and then call charleston it's not quite as far but mm-hmm. this is you know the closest i've gotten to a home game in a long long time definitely, so definitely it's good for them do you, good. do you enjoy living in statesboro i do we've had a lot of fun you know the, the grove is great and you know the guys are awesome so awesome. Make, make for a fun time
0: yeah same with somebody spent all day yesterday by the pool yeah and i we were, see most of you guys with these nice tan. so I'm yeah it's yeah exactly a usual trip we, to the we, pool we've been working on it yeah we go in
3: <laughs> after practice usually we just go in uh you just try to suck up some rays and relax. Awesome. Doesn't get, get any better them. than that, right? It, it really doesn't.
0: <laughs> so what kind of message do you have for the fans now that, you know, Tormenta has moved from last to fifth in the division? What, what message do you have for them for
3: you the future? Know, you know, hopefully, you know, that's not the end of it, you know. We yeah. want to, you know, we're not settling for, for last especially, but we're not settling for fifth either, you know. We want to continue to climb the table, so. Definitely. You know that's what we want to send to the Tormenta fans.
0: Definitely, and hope we can get this first home win on exactly. Wednesday.
3: You know, you know we've shown that we can do it on the road, so there's no no reason we can't on the on our home field.
0: And that was Sam Loss and Nico Rittmeyer. Sam Loss being the first interview. Nico Rittmeyer being the second. And you can just tell they're excited to score goals. And I'm excited to talk about them scoring goals. And you know what I'm also excited to talk about? I'm excited to talk about this preview of this matchup we have coming up in about 50 minutes between Tormenta FC and the Southern West Virginia Kings Warriors. You're listening to me, Storm of the South, on Jordan Tony on 91.9 The Buzz, WVGS. Stay tuned. Welcome back to Storm of the South. You are listening here live on 919 the Buzz, WVGS, or you're listening to us on iTunes. That's right, we are on iTunes, people. If you didn't if you missed the little announcement from the beginning of the show, Storm of the South is now on iTunes. All you gotta do is look us up on iTunes, Storm of the South, and you can subscribe to the podcast. You can listen to previous episodes, and you will never miss another episode of Storm of the South ever again. Now, we are 40 minutes away from game time. If you are listening live, that's right. We are only 40 minutes away. So let's take a minute. Let's take a minute to preview our opponent. All right. We are going up against a Southern West Virginia Kings. Now, the big problem right now with Tormenta, and this is the big problem you got to avoid, because if you let yourself slip into this, You know, you don't want it to let it happen because I know everyone knows what I'm talking about. And you can't have that mentality. Well, we beat the top two teams in the division. We can beat anybody now. No, every team is just as difficult as the last one you you played against. All right. So you can't get let you get yourself into that rut where it's like, okay, well, they aren't first and second. So, you know, I, I can I can slow down. No. Because, you know, we talked about how some milestones are over and, you know, how that allows the players to relax a little bit. But there is still one milestone that Tormenta FC hasn't done, and that's win a home game. These Tormenta fans, they want to see a win. So, you got to go out and you just got to play as hard as you did against uh, the Dynamo or the Eagles. And I'm sure they will. All right. So, if we're looking at the Southern West Virginia Kings Warriors, wow, that is a mouthful. Say that five times fast. They are fourth in the division while Tormenta is sixth. I said fifth earlier. We are sixth in the division at the time of this recording, which is June 23rd, 2016. We are sixth in the division. They are fourth. So it's a pretty balanced matchup. Now, here's here's the statistic that I like the most, all right? If we are looking at team stats, per se, um, I think it was the Charlotte Eagles, who we played last week, had a save percentage of, what, 96%? If we're looking at the Southern West Virginia Kings Warriors, once again, say that five times fast, we are looking at a save percentage of around 83.3%. All right? Now, I'm not saying... I'm not saying this is going to be an easy win. I'm not saying this is going to be a squash, but I'm saying I'm feeling good about these odds. If you are listening to me live on 91.9, the buzz to be VGS, go out to the Tormenta game or Russell park. You know where it is and come. And you know what? This is my bold prediction of the week. I, I really didn't have one last week. I mean, some people could have said I was bold, but if you're right, are you truly bold or are you just a genius? I'll let you debate on that one. My bold prediction of the week I believe Tormenta will score four plus goals this week against Southern West Virginia Kings. I mean, I have a winning streak right now with these predictions. Don't don't let me be wrong, Tormenta. Um, but overall, just I you know I always get to see the team when I'm going in for my weekly meetings with the staff of Tormenta, and you just it's it's a different feeling. You know what I mean? That feeling of defeat is gone. You know there is just a new found hope. There is newfound optimism within this team and I think you're really gonna see it against Tormenta I think you're really gonna see it when Tormenta plays tonight. I mean, you know, last week we were talking and I told you I said if if, if Tormenta FC is coming off a sweep from this previous weekend, you are going to see a different Tormenta team take the field on Thursday than you ever have seen. And I stand behind that. I, I'm I'm telling you, watch the team tonight. They play and what is that 36 minutes they play in exactly 36 minutes and i'm telling you watch the team tonight you are going just to see a completely completely different team and i'm excited to see it i think you know like i said earlier during the recap i think we are starting to see you know a a an awakening within tormenta the season is long from over people I'm gonna be with you through this whole season. I expect you to be with me this whole season, and I definitely expect you to be with the team this whole season. And, you know, I'm just excited to see where this season goes. And, you know, so that's my prediction for this week. I think we will single-handedly defeat the Southern West Virginia Kings Warriors four to nothing. Four to nothing. Four to nothing. Write it down. And I hope you enjoyed listening to Storm of the South. I am your Lovely host, Jordan Tony. You are listening on 91.9 The Buzz WVGs, or you are listening to us on iTunes. Um, so you have multiple different ways of listening to us. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited about the iTunes thing. Subscribe. Tell your friends to subscribe. Heck, if you're not even a Tormenta fan, I want you to subscribe. All right, because you, you got to spread those opinions out. You know what I mean? You got to you got to read what the different teams are up to. You got to know. You got to keep your friends close and keep your enemies closer. You know what I'm saying? As always, it's a pleasure hosting this show. And if you want to talk to me, tell me I'm wrong, tell me I'm right, tell me, Jordan, your bold prediction wasn't bold enough. You can always reach me at Twitter at Brain2Keyboard, brain to keyboard I'm sure I'll be live tweeting this beautiful, it's a beautiful night for, for some soccer here in Statesboro. And I just, I can't wait to watch Tormenta take the pitch. And it's just, it's going to be a wonderful night of soccer. Um, thank you for all for listening. This has been Storm of the South. I have been Jordan Tony. You are either listening to this on iTunes or 919 WVGS. And I hope you join us next Thursday as we talk more Tormenta soccer. All right, guys, you have a wonderful night. And hopefully I'll see you at the game tonight.